Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today, I'm beginning my second week of teaching about the life of Elijah. I have this teaching entitled, Lessons from Elijah, and I tell you, I have just learned so much through studying not only Elijah, but David, Joseph, Gideon, Samson, on and on you could go. The Scripture says that all of these things were written for our learning so that we could learn through them and don't have to learn everything by hard knocks. And if you missed any of last week's programs, I encourage you to please go to our website, awmi.net, and check out those programs. Last week's programs, I shared some things that I promise you, if you were to listen to that, open up your heart and receive it, it would just transform your life. I know that many of you flipped through the dial and you're looking for something. You know that there's bound to be something more. You're hoping that God would speak to you. And I'm telling you, God is speaking to you through these programs. This has transformed my life. So last week, I talked about a place called there. GOD DOES NOT SEND YOUR PROVISION TO WHERE YOU ARE, BUT HE SENDS HIS PROVISION TO WHERE HE TOLD YOU TO GO. AND THE REASON THAT SO MANY PEOPLE AREN'T SEEING GOD'S SUPPLY IN THEIR LIFE IS BECAUSE THEY AREN'T ALL THERE. THEY AREN'T DOING WHAT GOD TOLD THEM TO DO. YOU KNOW, YOU COULD APPLY THIS COMPLETELY TOWARDS GIVING. NOW, THERE'S MANY APPLICATIONS, BUT IT APPLIES PERFECTLY IN THIS AREA THAT THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT ARE PRAYING THAT GOD WOULD PROSPER THEM. THEY NEED MORE MONEY TO BE ABLE TO SURVIVE AND TO DO THINGS, AND YET THEY AREN'T GIVING. THEY HAVEN'T GONE THERE. THEY HAVEN'T TAKEN A STEP OF FAITH TO SAY, FATHER, YOU PROMISED THAT IF I GIVE, IT WILL BE GIVEN UNTO ME. SO YOU'RE PRAYING FOR PROSPERITY. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? GOD IS SENDING IT, BUT HE'S SENDING IT TO WHERE HE TOLD YOU TO GO. HE'S SENDING IT TO THOSE WHO ARE GIVING AND WHO ARE TAKING A STEP OF FAITH AND STEPPING OUT. AND THE REASON YOU AREN'T SEEING THE SUPPLIES IS BECAUSE YOU HAVEN'T OBEYED HIM IN THIS GIVING YET. BOY, THERE'S JUST SO MANY APPLICATIONS OF WHAT WE'RE TALKING ABOUT. SO ANYWAY, I'VE ALREADY DEALT WITH THE FIRST EIGHT VERSES OF 1 KINGS CHAPTER 17, AND I SPENT A WHOLE WEEK ON THOSE VERSES. BUT THEN IT SAYS IN VERSE 9, WELL, LET ME GO BACK TO VERSE 8. AND THE WORD OF THE LORD CAME UNTO HIM, SAYING, ARISE, GET THEE TO ZARAPATH, WHICH BELONGETH TO ZIDON, AND DWELL THERE. BEHOLD, I HAVE COMMANDED A WIDOW THERE TO SUSTAIN THEE. THIS IS EXACTLY THE SAME THING THAT WAS SAID IN VERSE 4, WHERE GOD HAD ALREADY COMMANDED THE RAVENS TO BRING ELIJAH BREAD AND FLESH EVERY DAY. BUT HE DIDN'T SEND THOSE RAVENS TO WHERE ELIJAH WAS. HE SENT THOSE RAVENS TO WHERE HE TOLD HIM TO GO. HERE HE SAYS, I HAVE COMMANDED A WIDOW WOMAN THERE TO SUSTAIN THEE. HE HAD ALREADY SPOKEN TO THIS WOMAN. NOW, WE DON'T KNOW THE DETAILS. I DON'T KNOW IF THE WOMAN KNEW THAT IT WAS ELIJAH SHE WAS GOING TO SUSTAIN. I'M NOT SURE THAT SHE UNDERSTOOD HOW IT WAS GOING TO WORK. BUT RIGHT HERE, THE LORD SAID, I HAVE COMMANDED A WIDOW WOMAN THERE TO SUSTAIN THEE. WHEN JESUS WAS IN NAZARETH AND HE READ FROM THE SCROLLS AND SAYS, YOU KNOW, THE SPIRIT OF THE LORD GOD IS UPON ME BECAUSE HE HATH ANOINTED ME TO PREACH THE GOSPEL TO THE POOR, TO PREACH DELIVERANCE TO THE CAPTIVES, RECOVERING OF SIGHT 
TO THE BLIND TO PROCLAIM THE ACCEPTABLE YEAR OF THE LORD. AND THEN AFTER HE SAID THAT, THE PEOPLE GOT MAD AT HIM THINKING THAT HE WAS SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER PROMOTING HIMSELF, WHICH HE WAS, NOT IN AN UNGODLY WAY. HE WAS JUST SAYING, I AM THE ONE THAT THIS IS ALL PROPHESIED ABOUT. AND THEY GOT MAD, AND HE BASICALLY BEGAN TO TELL THEM THAT, YOU KNOW WHAT, THE JEWS WILL REJECT THIS, BUT THE GENTILES WILL RECEIVE IT. AND AS AN EXAMPLE, HE USED THIS WIDOW AS ZEREPATH, AND HE SAID THERE WERE MANY WIDOWS IN ISRAEL IN THE DAYS OF ELIJAH WHEN THIS FAMINE CAME, AND YET GOD DIDN'T SEND HIM TO ANY OF THE WIDOWS IN ISRAEL. HE SENT HIM TO A WIDOW IN ZARAPATH, A GENTILE CITY. AND THE WAY THAT JESUS STATED IT OVER THERE IN LUKE CHAPTER 4 MADE IT VERY CLEAR THAT THIS WAS A WIDOW THAT WAS SPECIFICALLY CHOSEN. IT WASN'T RANDOM. IT DIDN'T JUST ACCIDENTALLY HAPPEN. GOD SENT ELIJAH TO THIS WOMAN. AND THIS VERSE RIGHT HERE, 1 KINGS 17, VERSE 9, SAYS, I HAVE COMMANDED A WIDOW WOMAN THERE TO SUSTAIN THEE. SO ELIJAH'S PLACE CALLED THERE CHANGED, AND THIS WIDOW WOMAN HAD A PLACE CALLED THERE. BECAUSE LOOK AT THIS IN THE NEXT VERSE, IN VERSE 10, IT SAYS, SO HE AROSE AND WENT TO ZARAPATH, AND WHEN HE CAME TO THE GATE OF THE CITY, BEHOLD, THE WIDOW WOMAN, IT DIDN'T SAY A WIDOW WOMAN. IT WASN'T RANDOM. IT WASN'T THAT Jesus, that uh, ELIJAH COULD GO AND JUST ANY WIDOW WOMAN WOULD DO. NO, THERE WAS A SPECIFIC ONE THAT GOD HAD ALREADY SPOKEN TO. AND IT SAYS THAT THE WIDOW WOMAN WAS WHERE? THERE. GATHERING OF STICKS. AND HE CALLED TO HER AND SAID, FETCH ME, I PRAY THEE, A LITTLE WATER IN A VESSEL THAT I MAY DRINK. NOW, YOU HAVE TO THINK ABOUT SOME OF THESE THINGS. I'VE SPENT A LOT OF TIME THINKING ABOUT THIS. BUT, YOU KNOW, SHE GOES ON TO SAY THAT THIS WAS HER LAST DAY. SHE WAS DOWN TO HER LAST MEAL FOR HER AND HER SON, AND SHE TOLD ELIJAH THAT I'M, I'm GATHERING SOME STICKS SO I CAN COOK THIS TINY BIT OF MEAL THAT I HAVE WITH A LITTLE BIT OF OIL AND MAKE A CAKE FOR ME AND MY SON, AND THEN WE'RE GOING TO EAT IT AND DIE. THAT WAS ALL THAT SHE HAD. AND SHE WAS A WIDOW. BACK IN THOSE DAYS, THEY DIDN'T HAVE WELFARE SYSTEM THE WAY THAT WE HAVE TODAY. AND WOMEN WERE NOT uh, ALLOWED TO WORK THE WAY THAT WE SEE WOMEN WORKING TODAY. They, THEY DID WORK, BUT IT WAS A DIFFERENT SYSTEM. AND ANYWAY, FOR A WIDOW WOMAN WITH A CHILD, I MEAN, BASICALLY, THERE WAS JUST NO HOPE. THIS WIDOW WOMAN WAS DOWN TO HER LAST LITTLE BIT. SHE HAD NO SAVINGS. THERE WAS NO SOCIAL SECURITY NET. THERE WAS NOTHING. THIS WOMAN WAS DOWN TO NOTHING. AND WHAT WOULD HAPPEN? LET ME JUST ASK YOU, IF YOU WERE IN THAT SITUATION, IF THERE WAS NO HOPE, THERE WAS NO WAY THAT YOU COULD GET ANY HELP FROM ANYBODY, FROM ANY GOVERNMENT AGENCY, IF YOU WERE DOWN TO YOUR LAST MEAL, WHAT WOULD YOU BE DOING? WELL, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, A LOT OF PEOPLE WOULD JUST BE SITTING AT HOME GRIPING AND COMPLAINING. THEY WOULD BE UPSET. THEY WOULDN'T BE OUT THERE GATHERING OF STICKS. AND IF THIS WOMAN HADN'T HAVE BEEN THERE, THERE WAS A PLACE CALLED THERE FOR HER. AND IT WASN'T BEING AT HOME, SITTING THERE, SUCKING HER THUMB AND TALKING ABOUT HOW BAD EVERYTHING WAS AND JUST, YOU KNOW, WITH THE CURTAINS CLOSED AND IN THE DARK, JUST SITTING THERE IN HER GRIEF AND SORROW. IF SHE WOULD HAVE BEEN THERE AT HOME INSTEAD OF THERE OUT GATHERING STICKS, SHE WOULD HAVE MISSED ELIJAH. AND THERE'S SOME OTHER PEOPLE THAT THEY WOULD HAVE STAYED AT HOME, BUT THEY WOULD HAVE BEEN PRAYING AND INTERCEDING AND BINDING THE DEVIL AND POUNDING THE GATES OF HEAVEN. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? IF SHE'D HAVE BEEN DOING THAT AND JUST PRAYING, SHE WOULD HAVE MISSED ELIJAH. 
BUT SHE WAS JUST OUT GATHERING STICKS, SOMETHING THAT WAS MUNDANE. TO THE AVERAGE PERSON, it, IT WASN'T ANY DIFFERENT THAN ANY OTHER DAY. SHE WASN'T DOING ANYTHING SPECIAL. SHE DIDN'T HAVE ANYTHING MONUMENTAL TO DO. IT WASN'T SPECTACULAR, BUT SHE WAS JUST OUT THERE DOING WHAT SHE COULD DO. SHE WAS ACTING LIKE IT WAS NORMAL AS MUCH AS SHE POSSIBLY COULD. AND REMEMBER THIS. IT SAYS IN THE PREVIOUS VERSE, IN VERSE 9, THAT GOD HAD ALREADY COMMANDED THIS WIDOW WOMAN TO SUSTAIN ELIJAH. NOT NECESSARILY DID SHE KNOW WHO IT WAS, AND SHE MIGHT NOT HAVE RECOGNIZED HIM, BUT SHE KNEW SHE WAS GOING TO SUSTAIN SOMEBODY. AND IF SHE WAS GOING TO SUSTAIN SOMEBODY ELSE, SHE HAD TO BE SUSTAINED. THIS WOMAN HAD FAITH, AND SHE WAS OUT ACTING AS NATURAL AS SHE POSSIBLY COULD. SHE WASN'T DOING SOMETHING SPECTACULAR, STUPENDOUS, BUT SHE WAS JUST GATHERING STICKS. BUT FOR HER, THAT WAS HER PLACE CALLED THERE. THERE'S SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS THAT MAYBE YOU DON'T HAVE ANYTHING DRAMATIC TO DO. YOU MAY NOT HAVE A TELEVISION MINISTRY. YOU MAY NOT BE THE PASTOR OF A CHURCH. YOU MAY NOT BE OUT THERE, YOU KNOW, uh, ONE OF THE FORTUNE 500 COMPANIES. IT MAY NOT BE BIG, BUT WHAT DO YOU HAVE TO DO? JUST DO WHAT YOU HAVE TO DO. SOME OF YOU, YOU MAY NOT EVEN HAVE A JOB. THERE MAY BE SOME WIDOW LADIES THAT ARE WATCHING THIS THAT LIKE THIS ONE HERE IN THE BIBLE THAT MAYBE YOU DON'T HAVE MUCH, BUT YOU COULD COOK. YOU COULD BE COOKING FOR SOMETHING FOR SOMEBODY. YOU COULD BE uh, SEWING SOMETHING. YOU COULD BE MAKING SOMETHING. THERE MAY BE SOME OF YOU GUYS THAT MAYBE YOU DON'T HAVE ONE OF THESE TOP-LEVEL CEO JOBS, BUT YOU COULD WORK WITH YOUR HANDS. YOU COULD MAKE SOMETHING. YOU COULD HELP A PERSON. YOU COULD DO SOMETHING. I'M TRYING TO SAY, DON'T SIT AT HOME AND JUST GRIPE AND COMPLAIN, OR DON'T SIT AT HOME JUST PRAYING THAT GOD IS GOING TO SUPERNATURALLY DROP HIS SUPPLY OUT OF HEAVEN. WHAT IS IT THAT YOU HAVE? YOU KNOW, THE LORD APPEARED UNTO MOSES IN EXODUS CHAPTER 4, AND HE SAYS, WHAT'S IN YOUR HAND? AND MOSES SAYS, IT'S A STICK. IT'S A ROD. IT WAS THE ROD THAT HE USED, YOU KNOW, AS A STAFF AND TO HERD THE SHEEP AND DO THINGS. IT WASN'T ANYTHING SPECIAL, BUT GOD SAID, THROW IT DOWN. AND WHEN HE THREW IT DOWN, IT TURNED INTO A SNAKE, AND HE RAN FROM IT. GOD CALLED HIM BACK AND SAID, PICK IT UP BY THE TAIL. AND WHEN HE PICKED IT UP BY THE TAIL, IT TURNED BACK INTO A STICK. BUT IN EXODUS CHAPTER 4 AND VERSE 20, IT SAYS THAT MOSES WENT DOWN TO EGYPT WITH THE ROD OF GOD IN HIS HAND. BEFORE HE OBEYED GOD AND THREW IT DOWN, IT WAS MOSES' STICK. AND IT COULDN'T DO ANYTHING THAT MOSES COULDN'T DO. IF HE HIT A ROCK WITH IT, IT WOULD HAVE BROKEN THE ROD OR IT WOULD HAVE JARRED HIM. BUT NOW THAT HE HAD THROWN IT DOWN AND TURNED IT OVER TO GOD AND PICKED IT UP BY THE TAIL, WHICH MEANT THAT HE WASN'T IN CONTROL OF IT ANYMORE, WELL, NOW IT WAS GOD'S STICK. AND WHEN HE HIT A ROCK WITH IT, WATER WOULD COME OUT AND FEED MILLIONS OF PEOPLE AND ALL OF THEIR ANIMALS. HE HAD HOLD IT OUT OVER THE RED SEA AND THE RED SEA DIVIDED AND THEY WALKED THROUGH ON DRY LAND. I'M TELLING, WHAT DO YOU HAVE IN YOUR HAND? IT MAY NOT SEEM LIKE ANYTHING BUT JUST TO STICK TO YOU. IT MAY NOT BE ANYTHING MORE THAN JUST GOING OUT AND GATHERING A FEW STICKS SO THAT YOU CAN MAKE A FIRE AND COOK YOUR LAST MEAL. BUT YOU'VE GOT TO BE OUT DOING SOMETHING. WHEN THE LORD CALLED HIS DISCIPLES, DID YOU KNOW MOST OF THEM HE CALLED WHEN THEY WERE AT WORK? MATTHEW, THE TAX COLLECTOR, WAS SITTING AT THE RECEIPT OF CUSTOM. HE WAS OUT WORKING, AND HE WAS ACTUALLY WORKING AN UNGODLY JOB. NOT THAT TAXES ARE UNGODLY, BUT ROMAN TAX COLLECTORS OVERCHARGED THE PEOPLE, AND THE JEWS WHO COOPERATED WITH THEM WERE TREAT... IT WAS TREASON WHAT THEY WERE DOING, AND THEY WERE OVERCHARGING THEIR OWN PEOPLE, AND IT WAS AN UNGODLY JOB, AND YET GOD CALLED MATTHEW WHILE HE WAS AT WORK. HE CALLED PETER AND ANDREW AND JAMES 
AND JOHN, WHILE THEY WERE OUT FISHING AND TOLD THEM TO LEAVE THEIR FATHER AND THEIR NETS AND COME AND FOLLOW HIM. AND HE FOUND HIS DISCIPLES OUT IN THE MARKETPLACE. THEY WEREN'T IN THE SYNAGOGUE. THEY WEREN'T AT HOME PRAYING. THEY WERE DOING SOMETHING. I'M TELLING YOU, YOU NEED TO GET UP AND DO SOMETHING. I AM NOT AGAINST PRAYER. I PRAY A LOT, BUT I DON'T ONLY PRAY. PRAYER WITHOUT WORKS, WITHOUT ACTION IS DEAD, JUST THE SAME WAY THAT FAITH WITHOUT WORKS IS DEAD. YES, YOU NEED TO PRAY AND HAVE A RELATIONSHIP. I KNOW THAT THIS WOMAN PRAYED. THAT'S HOW SHE HEARD GOD SAY THAT SHE WAS GOING TO SUSTAIN SOMEBODY. SO I'M NOT SAYING DON'T PRAY, BUT I'M SAYING DON'T ONLY PRAY. GET UP AND DO SOMETHING. SHE WAS OUT THERE GATHERING STICKS, AND THAT WAS HER PLACE CALLED THERE. LOOK AT THIS AGAIN IN VERSE 10. SO HE AROSE AND WENT TO Zarephath, AND WHEN HE CAME TO THE GATE OF THE CITY, BEHOLD, THE WIDOW WOMAN WAS THERE GATHERING OF STICKS. HER PLACE CALLED THERE WAS JUST BEING IN HER HOMETOWN PICKING UP A FEW STICKS SO SHE COULD MAKE A FIRE AND COOK HER FOOD. THAT WAS HER PLACE CALLED THERE. BUT EVERY ONE OF US HAS A PLACE CALLED THERE. AND IF YOU AREN'T SEEING GOD'S PROVISION IN YOUR LIFE, IT'S BECAUSE YOU AREN'T ALL THERE. AND SO ELIJAH ASKED HER FOR SOME WATER. NOW HERE'S ANOTHER THING. THINK ABOUT THIS. IF YOU WERE DOWN TO YOUR LAST MEAL, YOU WERE FACING DEATH. THERE WAS NO SOCIAL SYSTEM. THERE WAS NOBODY TO HELP YOU. THERE WAS NO CHANCE OF YOU GETTING A JOB. IF IT WAS ABSOLUTELY HOPELESS, WHAT WOULD HAPPEN IF SOMEBODY WALKED UP TO YOU AND SAID, WOULD YOU PLEASE GET ME A DRINK OF WATER? I CAN GUARANTEE IF MOST PEOPLE, MOST PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM, IF SOMEBODY WALKED UP TO YOU ON A GOOD DAY WHEN YOUR BELLY WAS FULL AND EVERYTHING WAS GOING FINE, YOU WOULD TELL A PERSON WHO DIED AND MADE YOU GOD, GO GET YOUR OWN WATER. MOST PEOPLE WOULD NOT JUST ACCOMMODATE A TOTAL STRANGER WALKING UP AND ASKING FOR A CUP OF WATER ON A GOOD DAY, MUCH LESS A BAD DAY. THE VERY FACT THAT THIS WOMAN DIDN'T SIT THERE AND JUST SPEW OUT AND SAY, DON'T YOU REALIZE HOW BAD MY SITUATION IS AND HERE YOU ARE ASKING ME TO HELP YOU. I NEED YOU TO HELP ME. SEE, INSTEAD OF HAVING THAT KIND OF REACTION, SHE JUST STARTED TO GO GET HIM SOME WATER. THIS SAYS A LOT ABOUT THIS WOMAN. THIS WOMAN WAS A GIVER. THIS WOMAN WAS A PERSON WHO WOULD HELP ANOTHER PERSON EVEN ON HER WORST DAY WHEN IT LOOKED LIKE SHE WAS ABOUT TO DIE AND SHE WAS WILLING TO HELP SOMEONE ELSE. AND ALSO, I BELIEVE THAT THAT'S THE REASON THAT ELIJAH ASKED HER FOR THIS WATER. HE COULD HAVE GOTTEN HIS OWN WATER. IT WASN'T THAT HE THOUGHT HE WAS ABOVE THAT, BUT HE WAS TRYING TO GET THIS WOMAN TO GIVE. THE LORD TOLD HIM THAT HE HAD COMMANDED A WIDOW WOMAN THERE TO SUSTAIN HIM. AND ELIJAH WAS WONDERING, IS THIS THE WOMAN? HE WAS TRYING TO ENGAGE HER. THIS IS VERY SIMILAR TO THE FOURTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF JOHN WHERE JESUS WAS IN THE CITY OF SAMARIA AND HE HAD A WOMAN COME OUT TO DRAW WATER AND JESUS ASKED HER TO GIVE HIM DRINK. AND SHE WAS SHOCKED. SHE SAYS, JEWS DON'T TALK TO SAMARITANS, MUCH LESS A WOMAN OF SAMARIA. SHE SAYS, HOW IS IT THAT YOU, A JEW, ASK DRINK OF ME THAT'S A SAMARITAN? IT WASN'T BECAUSE JESUS COULDN'T HAVE GOTTEN THE WATER HIMSELF. HE WAS TRYING TO ENGAGE THIS WOMAN. AND OF COURSE, THE STORY IN JOHN CHAPTER 4 GOES ON THAT HE PROPHESIED TO HER ABOUT THAT SHE HAD LIVED WITH FOUR MEN. SHE'D HAD FOUR HUSBANDS, AND THE MAN SHE WAS NOW SHACKING UP WITH WASN'T HER HUSBAND. AND HE TOLD HER EVERYTHING ABOUT HER. SHE SUBMITTED UNTO HIM AND RECEIVED SALVATION. HE WAS USING THIS AS AN OPPORTUNITY TO BUILD RELATIONSHIP AND TO START A RAPPORT, A, a DIALOGUE WITH THIS WOMAN. THIS IS EXACTLY WHAT ELIJAH WAS DOING HERE. 
AND, YOU KNOW, THIS IS WHAT HAPPENS WHEN A MINISTER IS ASKING PEOPLE TO GET INVOLVED. SOMETIMES PEOPLE JUST LOOK AT THAT AND THEY JUST ARE CRITICAL. ALL YOU ARE IS JUST THINKING EVERYBODY ELSE SHOULD BE GIVEN TO YOU. THEY COULD HAVE CRITICIZED ELIJAH FOR THAT SAME THING. THEY COULD HAVE SAID, YOU KNOW, YOU'RE, you're A GROWN MAN. WHY DON'T YOU GET YOUR OWN WATER? HOW IS IT THAT YOU ASK SOMEBODY ELSE TO HELP YOU? AND SAD TO SAY, THERE'S A LOT OF MINISTERS THAT ARE APOLOGETIC ABOUT RECEIVING OFFERINGS BECAUSE THEY LOOK AT IT AS THEM BEGGING. THEY LOOK AT IT AS, YOU KNOW, I, I NEED YOUR HELP. WOULD YOU PLEASE HELP ME? AND IF YOU COME ACROSS THAT WAY, THAT IS ABSOLUTELY THE WRONG WAY TO RECEIVE OFFERINGS. BUT IF YOU LOOK AT IT, SEE, ELIJAH KNEW THAT GOD SENT HIM THERE NOT ONLY TO BE SUSTAINED, YES, THAT WAS GOING TO HAPPEN, BUT HE HAD ALREADY COMMANDED A WIDOW WOMAN THERE TO SUSTAIN HIM, AND HE WAS GIVING HER AN OPPORTUNITY TO SEE IF THIS WAS THE WOMAN. IF SHE WAS REALLY GOING TO GIVE AND SUSTAIN HIM, THEN HE WANTED TO SEE. HE WAS GIVING HER AN OPPORTUNITY TO GIVE AND ENTER INTO THIS. I TELL YOU, you THIS IS THE WAY THAT MINISTERS, IF YOU'RE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM, THIS IS THE WAY YOU NEED TO LOOK AT IT. YOU AREN'T TAKING FROM PEOPLE WHEN YOU ENCOURAGE THEM TO GIVE. YOU ARE GIVING TO THEM. YOU ARE GIVING THEM AN OPPORTUNITY TO GIVE. AND JUST LIKE THIS WIDOW WOMAN RIGHT HERE, IT TURNED OUT THAT THIS IS HER SALVATION FOR THREE YEARS. THIS IS WHAT KEPT HER AND HER SON ALIVE. AND HER SON WAS EVENTUALLY RAISED FROM THE DEAD BECAUSE ELIJAH ASKED HER TO GIVE HIM SOMETHING. BECAUSE HE LEARNED TO RECEIVE FROM THIS WOMAN. THIS WOMAN RECEIVED MUCH MORE THAN SHE EVER GAVE. AND THIS IS THE ATTITUDE THAT A TRUE MINISTER OF GOD HAS TO HAVE. AND YET, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, IF THE JERUSALEM POST WOULD HAVE BEEN THERE, IF THERE WOULD HAVE BEEN A REPORTER FROM THE JERUSALEM POST THERE AND HAVE SEEN THIS, THEY WOULD HAVE PUT IT ON THE FRONT PAGE, MINISTER, ASK uh, FOOD AND WATER OF A WOMAN WHO'S DYING, HER LAST MEAL, TAKES THE LAST MEAL OUT OF HER MOUTH. THAT'S THE WAY THAT THE CARNAL WORLD LOOKS AT IT. BUT WHEN IT WOUND UP THAT SHE WAS SUPPLIED FOR THREE AND A HALF YEARS AND HER SON WAS RAISED FROM THE DEAD, I'M GUARANTEE YOU THE JERUSALEM POST WOULDN'T HAVE PLACED A RETRACTION AND THEY WOULDN'T HAVE SAID, NO, IT WASN'T HIM TAKING. HE WAS GIVING. HE WAS GIVING HER AN OPPORTUNITY TO RECEIVE. PEOPLE JUST LOOK AT THINGS IN THE WORST WAY. OUR WORLD IS CRAZY. I MEAN, THE THINGS THAT ARE GOING ON IN POLITICS, OF COURSE, THE PROGRAMS THAT I'M MAKING, THEY'RE DATED. I MAKE THEM IN ADVANCE. AND SO THE THINGS THAT IF I, if I WAS TO TALK ABOUT THIS TODAY, YOU'RE MONTHS DOWN THE ROAD AND IT WOULDN'T MEAN ANYTHING TO YOU. BUT THE THINGS THAT ARE GOING ON IN OUR NATION AND AROUND THE WORLD, PEOPLE ARE ABSOLUTELY CRAZY. THEY LOOK AT THINGS THROUGH THE WRONG LENS. THEY ARE SEEING EVERYTHING WRONG. AND SAD TO SAY, THE BODY OF CHRIST HAS BEEN MORE IMPACTED BY THE WORLD THAN WHAT WE HAVE IMPACTED THE WORLD. AND THERE'S MANY MINISTERS THAT ARE APOLOGETIC, AND THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT THINK THAT EVERY TIME A MINISTER ASKS ANYTHING FOR FINANCES, THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER WE'RE TAKING FROM YOU. NO, WE ARE GIVING TO YOU. IT'S LIKE A COMPANY THAT, YOU KNOW, IS A BILLION-DOLLAR COMPANY, AND YOU OPEN IT UP TO INVESTORS, AND THEY BUY IT. MAN, IF THEY BUY YOUR STOCK, THEY ARE GOING TO GET DIVIDENDS THAT ARE OUT OF THIS WORLD. I TELL YOU, THE DIVIDENDS ON INVESTING IN THE GOSPEL ARE OUT OF THIS WORLD. AND ELIJAH WAS NOT TAKING FROM THIS WOMAN, BUT HE WAS GIVING HER AN OPPORTUNITY TO GIVE AND TO BECOME A PARTAKER OF THE ANOINTING THAT WAS ON HIM. YOU KNOW, ELIJAH WAS THE MAN OF GOD. AND AS WE GO ON THROUGH THIS STORY, ELIJAH CALLED FIRE DOWN FROM HEAVEN. ELIJAH WAS... HE WAS POWERFUL. HE COULD HAVE GONE AND STAYED IN THE, the HILTON INN. 
course, they didn't have them then, but he could have stayed in the best place in town. He could have bought the best food. Elijah didn't need this. This woman was a poor widow woman. She needed to give to Elijah. Elijah did not need her to give to him. Now, God used her, and that is how God provided. But again, God could have made it happen some other way for him. This woman needed to give to Elijah. There are people watching this program right now that you you just think about when, when somebody says that we want you to give and to be a part of something, you just look at it in the worst case scenario. But you know what? You need to open your eyes and recognize that we are giving you an opportunity to invest in the kingdom of God. And you need this. It's for your benefit. Not only physically, she had her physical needs met, but her son went on and died. And that's recorded in this chapter. And her son was raised from the dead because of the investment that she had made into Elijah's ministry. And I'm telling you, there's some of you that you, it's not just about your finances, but your, your marriage, your health, all kinds of things. You need to start trusting God. You need to give. And Elijah here asked this woman who was facing the worst day of her life to give, and she didn't say a word. She just went on her way to give. In the next verse, it says, And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. So he didn't ask for bread and water the very first time. He asked for a smaller gift, and then there was an increase. And as she went to get the water, he says, Also bring me a piece of bread. And look at what she said in verse 12. She says, As the Lord thy God liveth. You know, the terminology here is really important. She didn't say, As the Lord my God liveth. She says, As the Lord thy God liveth. She knew that Elijah was a Jew. You know, back in those days, people dressed in a way that identified them, um, you know, similar to the way some members of the clergy dress today and things like this. She recognized him as a Jew and as a man of God, as the Lord thy God liveth. Now, she also had some relationship with the Lord because the Lord had spoken to her that she would be sustaining someone. So I'm not saying she didn't have a relationship, but she specifically stated this, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Now, this is typically used to say that this woman had no faith. I don't believe that's so. I'm not going to have time today to give you my full take on this. You need to listen into the program tomorrow. But go back to verse 9 where the Lord said, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. This wasn't any woman. It wasn't random. Elijah was drawn to her. He knew that she was the one that God was going to use and God had already spoken to her. She knew she was going to live because she was going to sustain somebody through the drought. And now, a special announcement from Andrew. You know, as I've been teaching on Elijah and these lessons that I've learned from him, I was talking about the widow at Zarephath, and it just really spoke to me about how that I need to encourage you for your benefit to become a part of what God is doing through this ministry. There are many of you that have watched this program for years. God has used this. He's spoken into your life and touched you, and yet you've never become a partner with us. 
And right now we have an opportunity where I'm trying to pay off a $22 million parking garage that parks 1,022 cars. And I'm trying to get this paid off quickly. Our payments are actually $245,355 per month. But if we just pay those payments over the next 10 years, I'll wind up paying $7.2 million in interest. If we bump those payments up to $750,000 per month, that would knock it down to just 24 months and I would save $5.9 million in interest. And I believe we could even do it quicker than that. But this is what I'm believing for. And I just really felt like that just as Elijah encouraged this widow to give what she had, and he wasn't taking from her, he was giving to her. This is not only about my need, but this is about your need. And I believe that if you would become a part of this, that God would prosper you. So I'm wanting you to become a partner with us in this. I'd encourage you to give whatever God leads you to do. We consider a partner a person who gives at least $30 a month or $360 per year. We consider those monthly partners. And I would like to encourage you to join with us. Listen to our announcer as he gives you some information and please join with us. Help us retire this debt, save this interest so that we can apply more into the gospel. As the widow of Zarephath was blessed by partnering with Elijah, there are also spiritual blessings in store for you when you partner with Andrew Womack Ministries. Go to awmi.net or call 719-635-1111 to partner with Andrew today. Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah is available in either a CD or DVD album a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. You can get these products as part of the Lessons Package, which includes two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David, and three albums in your choice of either CD or DVD, Lessons from Elijah, Lessons from David, and Lessons from Joseph. These teachings will give you the chance to learn from the successes and mistakes of three very powerful, but very human men of God. The Lessons Package has a catalog value of $135, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $95. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. Today, Andrew's book, Lessons from Elijah, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline at 719-635-1111.
A lot of ministers tend to feel isolated. Some ministers have even been at the point of quitting. The 2020 Army Conference aims to solve that problem. The Army is a good way to network with other ministers that have the same spirit, or on the same page. I came to the Army Conference to, to connect, uh, to be built up, to fellowship, and to tap into all the great resources the ministry offers. Through practical workshops and personal ministry in an intimate setting, you will enjoy a time of sincere unification and connection with other ministers. We want to see each other succeed, and we're here to support each other and encourage each other within ministry and what God has called each one of us to do for His kingdom. Make plans to join us at the 2020 Army Conference. Register now for this free conference on our website, awmi.net, or call us at 719-635-1111.